You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. And of course, this show is the podcast that is inspired by the hit television show, The Biggest Loser, aired in many countries around the world. The purpose of this podcast is to provide education, encouragement, inspiration, in the area of living a more balanced, healthy lifestyle, even if you've never watched the show. We've got a lot to cover about the most recent episode that we've just watched here in the States, or here in the United States anyway, and we're going to kick things off by covering a little bit of an episode recap about what happened in the most recent episode. All right, Father Roderick, so what did you think about this week's episode of The Biggest Loser? Well, it was very different from last week. I mean, last week was very educational and we complained a little bit that it there wasn't much game played. It wasn't too, wasn't very exciting, but we learned a lot. Well, this was the complete opposite. We didn't learn that much. Uh, I did take some notes, otherwise we wouldn't have anything to talk about. But there was a lot of gameplay and a lot of drama again. And of course, uh, the uh, main character uh, again was Tracy. How did we, I mean, how in the world did this happen? I want to I want to share with you, Father Roderick, and I'm going to ask you to explain to me what happened because we got a brand new DVR system and it cut out after five minutes. Uh, so I lost the first five minutes. I saw that they were getting ready to play the game. There was this revolving wheel where they had all these dishes that would spin, I guess. And then it dropped off. And then all of a sudden, the next thing I know, Tracy won and she has this golden ticket and she gets to choose teams. So can you explain to me what happened in that scene? Well, for those of the, our listeners that haven't seen the episode or that might not be able to to watch these episodes, the the, the thing is always that the the um, the contest, contestants are usually divided up into two groups: one that will train with Bob, and the other one will train with Jillian. And this year, they made made it seem as if these two trainers wouldn't be competing with each other, but that they would train together. All these individual couples. Well. No way. Uh, in this episode, they, they needed to divide these people into these two teams. The blue team who would train with Bob and the black team would train with Jillian. And of course, you know, since they've already been uh, on this journey for several weeks, they, they might already have this bond between, you know, the people that form these pairs. And so they count on each other. There's their friendships. Some people like this trainer, the others. And, and in the past, often... You could choose your own trainer or that would be in the first episode. You know, they might have a challenge where you'd have to run. And then if you if you finish the race uh, first, then you get to choose which trainer, etc. And so in this situation, um, they said, well, here is a temptation. And they've got this big casino like wheel. And uh, instead of numbers, you have these these silver platters and you don't know what's underneath it. And they told us that, well, there would be food and of course, food with lots and lots of calories um, because it's a temptation. There would also be a a money prize. I think that was like $10,000 underneath one of those uh, uh, platters. And that would be the golden ticket. And if you would end up getting that one, you would be the person, the contestant, to determine 
who, which contestant got which trainer, which is an incredible amount of power because you could, you could basically choose your team to have all the winners, all the people that you, that you know are going to lose lots and lots of weight and that are highly motivated. And so you could, you could make your own dream team and put all the, the people that might not be very motivated or might have injuries. You could put them in the other team and thereby, you know, heighten your choice, your chances of winning the show tremendously. And so, you know, uh, everybody wanted to uh, to participate. Only Abby didn't want to play, and I love that. It was very briefly. Of course, it's not good for television if you, if all the contestants wouldn't would refuse to play. But she was like, "Well, I'm. There is nothing in this game that has to do has to do with my with my goals. I my, I'm not here for the money. I'm not here to eat lots of calories, and I'm not here to win the the game. I'm here to get healthy. And so good for her. Uh, not good for TV." But so that, you know, all the others participate. And of course you get the first guy gets like this cupcake, 750 calories Ooh. and he's got to eat it, you know, it's like, boom. And then it's, it's all, they all, the, the two or three people get these, you know, the, the, these cupcakes or pieces of chocolate and it's all very, very bad stuff. And so nobody has won so far. And then, Tracy, uh, who is has been manipulating the game right from the start, uh, she begins. And then, you know, they show the other contestants and they're like, well, that would be the day of Tracy would be in control. Of course, it's not going to happen. And then tick, 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 tick. And what does she get? The golden ticket. <laughs> and everybody freaks out. It's like, this is not possible. And Coach Mo, he is like, Oh, this is spooky. I mean, there's something supernatural happening here because how is it possible that this one person has so much impact on the game? And, you know, it's not rigged. It's it's all by chance. But, I mean, <laughs> fantastic television. I'm pretty sure that the producers were, you know, jumping up and down because, you know, the evil Tracy gets the, the, the main role. But for the other contestants, it was... Ext- extremely, extremely uh, scary because they they know that Tracy is not there. To, her purpose is not to get healthy, but it, it's solely to win the prize, to win the game. And she, she doesn't care about anyone or anything. At least that's the way they portray her. It's also something that she, she will uh, confirm later on in the show. And so she gets to pick these teams and... Um, well, she, lots of drama and oh, it's so hard and oh, I got to think about myself and you know she she kind of plays the the victim in all this. Oh, I didn't choose this, and then at other moments she's like, "But I'm going to use this. I'm going to manipulate the game," and then she gets to choose um, and uh, you know who goes where and what she does, and that was really painful to to watch is she splits up some of the 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 couples that were most united you know people that really count upon each other that have a very strong bond she deliberately wanted to sabotage that bond by splitting those teams up but and and so everybody was upset i mean there was crying and people were like i cannot believe in this and 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 there was just a lot of fear. Everybody was afraid that this is the end, you know, uh, Tracy is completely manipulating the game. And there was something very interesting happening. And that's why I, I was I was still very glad with the way that this, this episode evolved mm-hmm. um, because it was not just, you know, interesting reality TV with lots of drama, but there it was something very fundamental happening here. And that is these, the, the first reaction of all these contestants was fear. 
It's like, I cannot do this on my own. I'm lost without trainer Bob, or I cannot do it without Jillian. I'm, I'm doomed, you know? And, and of course, the lesson that they will have to learn, and, and the great thing is it happens in this episode, is it is not, it does not depend on Tracy. You are much more in control than you think you are. And so this is actually a big meta challenge for them. Can you overcome your fear? And for me, that is the, 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 the thrust of the show. It was all about, can you get beyond the fear and, uh, and, and can you step out of that victim role and start taking your life in your own hands because you are the only person who can turn your life around and all the rest is is actually secondary and and tracy might think that she's in control but in the end she is perhaps the person that is least in control at least when it comes to her life she might get in in, in control of all the money at the end of the show although i think that's highly unlikely but um she definitely doesn't gain control over her life because the only thing she 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 cares about is uh, playing the game Right. And so after she takes her control that she thinks she has and splits up the teams and stuff like that, she does this in such a way that that, you know, people have asked her and begged her, you know, please, whatever you do, just don't break me up with this person. And uh, one person that took that a little bit personally was Liz. Yes. Liz. (laughs) Liz was absolutely upset. Well, I mean, I think it is it is like the the other side of the strong friendship that she felt with her partner with her team partner and and she was like well you cannot do this you're breaking up a friendship because these these teams have to compete and they have to vote each other off and so it it, it creates it literally drives a wedge between you know two people that are really caring for each other and uh, but she's like i am going to basically manipulate the game by myself i'm gonna i'm gonna do as if i'm tracy's friend and then in the end you know i'm gonna pull the rug out underneath her feet you know (laughs) she's gonna regret this and and um there was who was who said this i think it oh one of the contestants like uh, his reaction was well this is the beginning of world war (laughs) three i'm like wow that is that is how they feel it it was just had such an impact and 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 I think it's it shows how quickly you know we were just like five weeks into the game, how quickly these people start to count upon each other and how how important friendship is during this whole journey. What I loved about this episode is the fact that in spite of the fact that these teams had been split up, you know these two you know two person teams had been split up into two teams and some of them on opposing sides, how that did not break up their friendships and how. They were still there for one another. You still had, you know, the the two after the the race, you know, offering, you know, here's my video, and I just, oh, I, I, love that. I, I just love the fact that you know, you can, you can split us up and you can put t- different shirts on our backs. That doesn't take away the fact that we're here and we and we care about each other and we're rooting one another and we want to encourage and inspire each other to achieve the best that we can achieve. And I think it is because they were allowed to bond before they split up the teams. And whereas in all the other seasons that I've seen, it's always the, the teams are made in, in the first show. And then you get much more this immediate co- competition going on. Whereas now you cannot undo friendship. You can betray friendship. And that is a little bit what Tracy does. But you cannot undo genuine friendship. And so it was so touching. And at some moments during the show, I was like, gosh, this is really... Um, 
I, I get a little bit emotional when I see that. With Dina, uh, it's, it's one of these uh, young women. She's in the black team now. And, and we've seen her struggling with fear. She's, she is uh, like the prototype of a person who does not tr have any trust in herself. And she's always afraid that other people are going to sabotage her, her life. And so I think she represents... Uh, many of us, you know, uh, we we've all been there in that in that stage where you you're extremely uncertain about yourself. You 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 don't have any self confidence. You feel that the whole world is against you, and is you know, and that it's all outside of you. And so she has no self esteem whatsoever, and and all that is is was beautifully illustrated by an exercise that she had to do. Uh, uh, she so she's being trained by Jillian, and she had to jump on. A step, and it's just nothing. I mean, I think the most most of us would do that in a heartbeat without even thinking about it. But she couldn't do it. There was this mental block in her head, and she was like, "I don't dare to do that." And she, we see her try again and again and again. And Jillian is like, "I can't do it for you. You tell me when you're ready." And she can't do it. And it's basically, it's, it's it was a beautiful illustration of the fear that she had in her whole life. You know, to make that jump to to start the 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 new her, and um, what was very touching was that Rudy, who is now in the blue team, was encouraging her. He was, you know, taking all the time from his own training to stand next to Dina and was like, come on, you can do it. You know, I, we believe in you. You can do this. You will do this and trust in yourself. We believe in you. And, um, and then Dina uh, replies, well, you know, and I thought it was a beautiful one-liner. Counting on yourself is a scary thing if you've never done it before. Yes, how how yeah. true. I mean, I, I thought it was such a gem. And it's very true that, uh, you know, counting on yourself, uh, having self-esteem, that is usually the result of positive experiences where you have been able to accomplish something. And that is why what I love about this show is that you see these, these um, people evolve from people that are extremely insecure that um, try uh, have a tendency to always step into the role of, of, of a victim and then self-medicate with food that you gradually see them become stronger and stronger and stronger and every little victory that they have even if, if it's something as simple as jumping on on a step um will will build that self-esteem and, and towards the end of the show you hardly recognize them anymore not not just physically but mentally they're strong they're they're self-confident and usually you know a year later when you see like these interviews so how are you doing now you see that their whole life has changed because everything inside has changed right so we moved into the very first blue versus black challenge where they had to carry somebody, carry a member of their teammate, a, a, a teammate uh, through this course, including mud and, and all this other stuff. And at the end were videos from home. And so this challenge uh, went and of course the blue team wins this challenge. And I, I thought it was amazing because, you know, here they showed Tracy at the end. It's like, yay! And she's rooting. And, and of course, she just stood by the sidelines. She didn't have to do anything. <laughs> and and I don't know about you, Father Roderick, but it, and as much as I try not to get emotionally involved, it's like, but w that's just not right. She shouldn't <laughs> get a video. She didn't do anything. 
Uh, well, that's probably exactly why she was selected to be part of The Biggest Loser this year, because they, they, they do think about these, the chemistry between candidates and, and they do have the archetype roles for, you know, the evil person and then the good, nice guy who will sacrifice himself. And, you know, you've got a lot of these, these characters, these, these, these contestants have a certain role in the overall dynamic of the show and of the group. And so, yes, she, she plays that role of the Wicked Witch. <laughs> and you're like, I cannot wait for the moment that, you know, the Wicked Witch will be gone. <laughs> and of course, we thought for sure that Liz was going to see to it that she she helps us um, realize all of our desires, which is to see Tracy go home at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But um, hmm, we'll see if that happens. Exactly. But this, this challenge was really grueling. I mean, you could tell that it was really hot. And this is in California. This series has been filmed in, I think, in springtime. They're actually, the weird thing, I was, I'm following Jillian Michaels on Twitter. And she's great. She she she's a total geek. Um, I mean, she 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 plays video games. She's extremely knowledgeable about computer stuff, and so she's she's using these social media all the time. And so she tweeted, you know, we've just started filming uh, season nine, and and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> So season eight is already wrapped up. Perhaps the finale will be live. I think actually that is live, but they've already filmed all the other episodes. <laughs> and so um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the it, this was filmed during springtime and it was already really heating up. And then they had to, you know, pull. Not only do they carry their own weight, which is quite substantial for, for instance, Shay. She's like, I got to, I got to carry 400 something pounds myself. And then I got to carry another 200 pounds of someone else. And so they were absolutely suffering and struggling. And it was very, this was a real challenge. I mean, this was not like last week where I was like, yeah, okay. Swimming pool. It's yeah, all the safe. Swimming pool. Exactly. I, I could I wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> I was really impressed. I and uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, in the fact that you know one of them had lost their shoe along the way was that Abby that lost her shoe. Um, the, yeah, the the girl that was voted in uh, during the finale last year. I forgot what her name is. I okay. think it's Abby. Yeah. So anyway, she had lost her shoe, and of course, I I love the fact that it's like okay. Let, let's change this up. Let, let's make a switch. And of course they had made a notice. Like luckily she's only like two pounds difference or something like that. But mm -hmm. you know, the, just the fact that they were thinking through this is like, okay, what's the next logical thing to do? Do we go back and get the shoe? And, and you just got to think on your feet. Okay. What is the objective hole here? We got to keep moving forward. And it's like, okay, just get up here. We'll switch it out. Uh, yeah. Daniel. Not you can already see that, that they, they've grown. They've grown in, in uh, in persistence. I mean, the first the first week they would all have given up, you know, after five 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 minutes, and now they're like, oh, we gotta move on, we gotta move on. You see them mentally grow in that, you know, in, in taking on that challenge. One of the things that I noticed in the in the challenge there is that uh, a lack of communication on the part of one of the teams uh, where Daniel was. He he continued to he would just drop it, you know. And of course, I understand the need to drop it. But when it comes to working as a team, you, you have to communicate. You got to say, hey, this is guys, I, I, we need to, I've got to put this down. But instead, he just dropped it. And I'm like, communicate. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's something, uh, you know, that, that, that they all have to learn that what, what it means to work in a team. And it's like, for instance, if you've got someone, a friend and you work out together, or you go to the gym together just to motivate each other, then you cannot just, you know, wake up one morning and say, well, I'll stay in bed, you know, 
<laughs> I'll just I'll just stay home. You need the other person is counting on you to be there as well. So you the, this accountability is so important when it comes to you know this 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 common journey towards health and uh, and you know you have to know that you can count on each other. Otherwise, motivation will 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 be gone. You know, will be out of the window. Right. But right. fortunately, uh, you know, one of the, well, of course, one of the teams wins. I think it was the black team that won or the blue team. I always the blue team. Tracy's oh, the team blue. won. Yeah. And then of course they, they can, um, you know, they get the videos from home in it very often in the season. Um, you know, it's like, okay, the blue team can see the videos and then everybody's crying. And of course the other team is like, Oh, we cannot see the videos. And then they reveal that. No, no, you can also see your videos, but not this time. And I was like, no, no, too bad. And then, uh, Liz gives up her video. Um, and that was great. And there are actually two moments. Rebecca first, wants Dina from the other team to see the video. Uh, yeah. And Dina is the, the person, the, the girl that doesn't dare to jump on the step. And then Rebecca is like, okay, I'm going to motivate her. I'm going to give her the occasion to watch her video. But in return, you know, she'll have to promise that she'll, she'll do the jump. And then, then Dina says, I cannot do this. You know, I have to do this by myself. I have to conquer my fear myself without any, you know, without anyone pushing me. And I thought that was, there must be have must have been a huge temptation to go watch those videos, but she was like, "No, I'm here to grow," and I I, I really appreciated that. And then there was this other surprise where um, Liz, who was separated from her her buddy Dave, um, and uh, and and she's the, the, the somewhat older person who re- swore to take revenge on on Tracy. Um, she she invites Dave to you know come on come on I want you to see my video and you know we've been buddies and even though we're different teams you know just share in this important moment for me she 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 presses play and it's his video it's his children that you see and so she gave up her video so that Dave can see his children and that was so sweet I mean Dave is a, a great guy and and you know he was he was crying and <laughs> I I bet you that you know half of the audience that was watching that was also crying because it was so it was like, again it was so, such a selfless gesture and and it's such a strong contrast with the gameplay that's going on also in this show yeah one of my favorite parts of every episode is, of course, the last chance workout. And Jillian had a, a very tough thing to handle here. She had all the underdogs and she needed to get them prepared and get them ready for this for this weigh in. And you had made a note here that she is working hard on the bonding that they're going to need each other. What, what, are you, what do you have to say about that? Well, uh, the, the, of course, the, 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 these teams have just been formed and, and some of these duos have been torn apart. So... Everybody is there a little bit discombobulated and, and it's like, ah, well, we have to go with Jillian, but I would have loved to train with Bob. And so she, Jillian knows that it's essential to the survival of that team and to any of her contestants who have any, cho- uh, any chance that they need to, to, uh, to be able to rely upon each other and to bond and to work as a team. Otherwise, you're going to lose challenge after challenge. And so she pushed that you know, to the limit. She was like, I got to basically kill them. That's always what she said. Like, I'm going to kill them. And she smiles, you know, she's, she's actually enjoying it. And, um, and so she, she works hard on that. And I like that because that's, I, you know, I, I think that Bob is a great trainer, but I think that Jillian is personally my favorite. I, uh, she, she's got such a, also a, such a, a good human knowledge. Um, and, and her mom, by the way, is a psych, psychologist, I think. And so uh, even as a child, she's learned so much about, you know, how this works in people and what is needed, 
especially mentally to win. And, and I think that is why Jillian has won like almost every season uh, because she not only does is she a good trainer, but she also knows how to change the mentality and the mind of these people. And so uh, it was wonderful to see her, you know, just giving these the, her team, uh, as they say in in, uh, in Australia, oh, getting a flogging, a real flogging. And um, whereas Bob, when you see his him, him training his team, it's like he doesn't uh, he does a commercial. It's like, so um, every time when I train with people, I love to go to 24-hour fitness. And in 24-hour fitness, I love to train with my team. And so I bring my team to 24-hour fitness. And in 24-hour fitness, we train the team. And it goes on like that. It's like, that is not real training. That is a commercial. Come on. <laughs> I felt the so same I'm, exact I'm thing. I'm rooting for Jillian. <laughs> like, okay, Jillian does not compromise. She doesn't do these cheesies, you know, commercial things. <laughs> She's the real deal. Well, they, but, had, uh, well, they had an interesting thing after they showed the last chance workouts. Uh, they, right before commercial break, they went to a trainer tip, which was how to how to get yourself prepared for real push-ups. And yes. this is something that I know that you're very big on because you had done a program to do something like to work yourself up to like 200 push-ups or something like that just 100 oh, okay 100 <laughs> I, I remember this is one of my big childhood traumas that in 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 high school they made us do push-ups and i couldn't do them i i just i had no strength in my arms i'm i'm kind of the asian type so i've got you know like very small arms and I just couldn't do a push-up, and and I uh, and and even now it's still challenging. And I, I followed this program. I uh, found it on the web. I think it's called. We'll put that in the show notes. I think it's called 100 Push-ups. And basically, what it does is, if you follow that program, you will be able to do 100 push-ups, no matter where you are at now, unless you've have amputated arms. So I was like, well, okay, this is this is quite a challenge. If this if this is for real, and there were lots of testimonies on that website that made me believe that it was real, I can do it. And I followed that program, and lo and behold, I never made it to 100, but uh, I made it to, I think, 60 push-ups. Um, in, in just a matter of weeks, you know, I was like, wow. And so I love this, this, you know, the tip from Bob is like, do um, wall push-ups. So instead of doing the full-fledged military push-up, just stand next to a wall, put your hands against a wall and just incline and push yourself back. Start with that. And then you do it on the couch with a little bit more incline. And then, you know, over, and then he recommended, recommended people to do that during the commercial breaks, yeah. which made me think of a video that I saw the other day on the web by a certain Cliff Ravenscraft who also had some kind of workout going on <laughs> commercial breaks. Can you tell the audience what you did? Yes, I was. Uh, we were watching The Biggest Loser. And of course, every time I watch The Biggest Loser, I get motivated. And I'm like, I can't wait to work out. And my daughter, who is four and a half years old, her name is McKenna. She was, uh, she was, she came over and she was laying on top of me as I was laying on the floor. And so I started doing uh, um, weightlifting. Only my weights was my daughter. And so I'm sitting there. She, she's, I, I've got my hands cup to where she's sitting in my hands and then I had her take her hands under mine and hold my hands and I would just lift her straight up just dead weight straight up into the air and I was just doing these push you know basically push-ups only opposite I was, I was lifting her up and down and so St I, Stephanie got out her iPhone and and took a little video and shot it up to YouTube I'll put a, it we'll put a link crazy. to that as well 
Yeah, we'll put it up on the on the website as well, because uh, that was just a fun. And I love that. You know, use use the, the the stupid commercial breaks instead of getting another bowl of popcorn. Use it to work out a little bit, and you can do that. And, and you don't need again. I've said this so so often before. You don't need to have a very expensive subscription to your local gym in order to live healthier. You can start with whatever is available to you, and uh, it's sometimes just you know the wall or the couch in your house or just lift up your children. <laughs> it, that's exactly right. So we get to the weigh-in and of course the, the weigh-in, no shocker. Well, actually a little bit of a shocker that although uh, Tracy had the opportunity to take the team and, and, you know, and to put all the underdogs on the other team, turns out that the other team, the black team actually wins the weigh-in. And I mm-hmm. love what Shay said. Tell us what Shay said at the end. Well, Shay, uh, the heaviest girl and the heaviest contestant ever in the history of The Biggest Loser. Um, she, she's in the beginning of the show, you see her struggle a lot with the fact that Tracy is in control. And, uh, and, and, and that's part of her old way of reacting. She's like, I, I, I'm going to lose. This is the end of the world because other people are determining my future. And she stands there. And of course, she's the final person to weigh in. It's, it's, you know, if she doesn't lose enough weight, then her whole team is going to be in the elimination room. And so you've got this huge tension. And then she, boom, she loses yeah. a, a tremendous amount of weight. I think like 17 pounds or what was it? 16 pounds. 16 pounds. Unbelievable. And then you see her the change and the realization that, wait a second. This is my big lesson. No one is control of me. Tracy is not controlling my future or my destiny. I am in control. And by that, she perfectly summarized, I think, the big lesson of, of this episode of The Biggest Loser. No one is in control of your life. You are in control. And if you want your life to change, don't wait for other people to change your life you got to start yourself. And if, if you take control of your life, you will be surprised about how far you can go and how much you can accomplish without the help of others. And so uh, I thought it was a brilliant finale. And of course, um, I, I would have loved the show to end like that happy end. And, you know, everybody's happy. We've learned a big lesson. But no, we've got the elimination. And what happens? Coach Mo sacrifices himself. He's like, yeah, of course we can all vote off Tracy, which is initially what they all want to do. Let's get rid of the Wicked Witch. And then Coach Mo's like, well, wait a second. This is not good for the team. I mean, he's a real coach. He's like, we can eliminate Tracy, but let's be honest. I have been losing less weight than she. So for the future of the team, it would be better if she stays on because she will be able to do more for the team than I can. And I've been, you know, he had lots of injuries and he's older. And so he's like, just vote me off. And he falls on the sword. Yeah. I, so, I think uh, I, I, I just wish they would have decided to take Tracy anyway, because while he, he, they may have had to carry a little extra weight, uh, no pun intended, or maybe slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, why they may have had to carry some extra weight there. His his motivation, uh, and 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 his positive attitude, I think, would have added more to the team than the dissension among the team. 
Absolutely. I think it, this was a wrong decision and, uh, and, and perhaps a little bit too, perhaps it, I mean, you got to imagine the scene I and mean, these people are just talking to each other for hours and hours and hours. And at one point you just lose track of reality. It's like, okay, okay, well let's sacrifice Mo then. Whereas if they could, I'm pretty sure that they will regret this in the future. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure as well. But All right. Very generous from Coach Mo. And he had some nice words. You, you see him, you know, so where is he now? And of course, he's doing lots of great work motivating children to get healthier. And he's just a wonderful guy. And so, you know, he still had his moment of glory towards the end of the show. But I, I can't help but thinking, oh, no, that's another good guy who, who bites the dust. You know, we already lost a red team. And now we've got the third martyr of this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fair. Oh well, it 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 was an an episode that was uh, very much involved in the drama, and of course, with Tracy, we didn't get to see it come to fruition. Uh, It made for good television. There's no question about that. Uh, But now, let's just take just about maybe three or four minutes and talk and summarize the lessons learned in this episode. Oh, I think uh, we've already talked about a lot of these lessons, but let's just summarize them. Uh, I think the first uh, the first thing is what Jillian taught her team, and as you need each other. Um, and I think if we apply that to real life uh, and our own situation, um, of course you can work out by yourself. Of course you can do this whole journey um, on your own. And some people will even make it. However, it becomes so much easier if you've got a partner in that or even a group that you can join of other people that might be at the same level as you or, or a little bit ahead of you or behind you, but that you can do this journey together and motivate each other. And Cliff, I know that you and your wife have been, you know, making these changes together and, and that must have been a, a huge support for the both of you. It definitely is. I mean, the fact that my wife goes out and is, you know, she's, she drops the kids off at school and heads up to the Y, which is where she works out, the YMCA. And to know that she gets on that elliptical and, and, and travels for an hour on that thing, just really just uh, very intense physical activity. It motivates me. It's like, you know what? What am I doing today? And, and so, yeah, absolutely. And it's not just her and I, but, uh, you know, you and I both have pretty significant online communities as well that, that surround us and support us. So when we are out there, we're, we're putting our little notes, you know, Hey, I just got back from this run or this walk. And, and when I don't put those tweets out, somebody says, so Cliff, how was your workout today? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, thank you for the reminder. I'm going now. Absolutely. You put down that cupcake and you put on your running shoes. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. But it's, it's, it's such a great uh, support to have other people, you know, with you on your journey. Talking about cupcakes. Uh, that's another lesson, uh, a very simple one, and we all know it, but we fail to realize it when we're in front of one of these treacherous things. But these cupcakes are, you know, the devil's work. 750 calories for a cupcake. For a cupcake. I mean, like, I could have twice dinner twice for that amount of calories. It's La- incredible. Last night, my wife made homemade chicken fajitas. And let me tell you what we had. We had uh, three and a half ounces of uh, very awesome grilled chicken. On top of that, we had some, uh, we did have caramelized onions, but, you know, we counted those calories. Then we had on top of that, we had black beans, uh, which was a half a cup of black beans. On top of that, we had... 
uh, one ounce of cheese. And all of this together was 360 calories. Oh my goodness. That's half, that's half a cupcake. <laughs> exactly. It's like, and all, and I will tell you, that was a very fulfilling meal, an entire dinner that very much satisfied me. And that's half of the calories and one cupcake, which I don't know. It, it just does not do anything for me nutritionally and certainly yeah. doesn't fill me up. You know what uh, Jillian said in her radio show? Um, she's like, she, she gets these questions from people and there's someone also calling about cupcakes and says, so what do you do? And, you know, your husband comes home and he brings, you know, these delicious donuts or cupcakes. And she's like, well, you go, you go to the fridge, you take uh, mustard and you put mustard all over the cupcake. that was great just just ruined the thing and then you won't be tempted anymore i like that custard on a a cupcake yes now the the third important lesson and this is a meta lesson and this is so important for all of us you have more control than you think step out of the victim roles so stop blaming the world and your friends and your husband and your children and your boss and your pastor and what to ruin your life and to you know not giving you enough opportunity to change your life there's only one person who can change your life and that is you and so take control of your life dare to go beyond your your boundaries and step over your fear and i think that that is the big story of 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 dina she her jump her not being able to jump in the gym symbolizes her inability to do that mental jump she's she's holding herself back and the thing that she needs to do and i think she realizes that and i i'd be very curious to see her further you know involvement uh her especially her growth mentally She's got to face that fear. She's got to be honest and look herself in, in the mirror and 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 you know and try to find out you know what is holding me back. Why am what am I afraid of? And and what is the worst case scenario? That always helped me when I thought I couldn't do something. Um, I was like, so what is the worst thing that is going to happen? I'm going to be tired. You know, like like lifting weights. I've, I or pu- do, doing these push-ups. I was like, so what am I afraid of? Why am I giving up? What can, what can happen? I mean, this is totally safe. And so uh, step over your fears. It's so important. And once you start having these little victories, then, you know, you, uh, you, will, you will grow because you'll be able to build upon that. So start small and, and go from small victory to small victory. And you will see that in the end, you will be a winner. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, Father Roderick, it's been great. There's a lot that we've learned this week in this episode. And of course, it's now time to go to the community of people who are listening to this podcast. And we're going to start things off with some feedback uh, from Wayne. Hi, Father Roderick and Cliff. This is Wayne Henderson in California calling for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. Just wanted to congratulate you guys on this show really taking off. I think it's a great service. It's entertaining. And I don't even watch the Biggest Loser TV show, but now I'm kind of inspired to maybe do so and add that to my my DVR. I enjoy this podcast so much, made sure I left you a good five-star review in iTunes. And I just wanted to call because the most recent episode, you did so, you mentioned something kind of brief, but it rocked my world. Uh, you mentioned how going to a restaurant and ordering things that aren't necessarily on the menu and that sometimes the restaurant is quite cooperative. 
the thought did not even occur to me that that would be an option. I mean, I feel weird sometimes asking, you know, can I substitute tomatoes for bacon or whatever? But that's a great tip. Great story. Thanks for sharing it. It rocked my world, like I said, and I'm going to give it a try. Wayne, thank you so much for your feedback, and I'm glad that uh, this was something that was new information to you. And I I totally get where you're coming from. I am also the type of person that used to feel really weird about asking for substitutions. And I thought like, you know, who am I to ask for something? And and I realized it's like the mindset is this is my money and I've chosen to eat in this establishment. Do these people want to serve me? And would they like to earn my future business? And, And I really look at it that way. And what I found is that these people are are more than happy on almost every occasion. They're more than happy to help you find the thing that makes you most happy, especially your servers here in the States. People get tipped and they, they go. They will oftentimes go out of your way to help you. All right. So we're going to move on to the next bit of audio feedback. And this is uh, Maggie. And here's what she had to say. Hello, Cliff and Father Roderick. Uh, this is Maggie from Northern Virginia. I was very excited to see you guys have started this. You guys moved right up to the top of my playlist, which is... That means you're important. No. <laughs> it means I really wanted to listen. When I started working out this past January, I started at 236 pounds. Today, um, October 3rd, I am 184.8 pounds. So I'm about 185, but, you know, that... Point two does kind of count, doesn't it? <laughs> so I have lost 51 pounds to date, um, and I'm about halfway to where I would like to be. Well, another goal that I had, which I just completed this morning, was to run around my lake that I walk. It is 2.1 miles, and to, to run, I wanted to run 20 minutes around it this morning, same day that I, at 50, uh, that I broke 50 pounds. I ran around the whole lake. I ran 2.1 miles in 29 minutes and 16 seconds. I think that that's great. When I started walking around my my lake, just walking it, the first time, first few times, it's taken me 45 minutes. And I just wanted to call in and share that with you guys. Oh, one thing I wanted to let you know. Um, I believe it was like the first episode. You were talking about. Um, how they did the real eight and they did that at the California weight loss place well you can do it you can take it a a kind of answer questions about your health and stuff online Um, it's at realage.com it's from the guy Dr. Oz who's been on the Oprah show Um, I really like that site and actually with getting healthier my real age or my age is 25 right now and before it was a year older than I was, like in February. Right now, I'm 25, my real age is like 18. So how cool is that? And you know, you just have to be honest with it. Which if you're honest, you know, if you're honest on the thing, it'll tell you about your real ages. I'm sure a medical test for it, like they did, it would probably be much better. But so there's my tip. And I really, really enjoy the Biggest Loser Fan podcast. It does go to the top of my playlist. So thank you guys for keeping me going, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 
Maggie, it is a pleasure to be at the top of your listening list, and I know that it's a large one. Uh, so thank you for for making the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast a priority. And wow, congratulations on going from 236 pounds down to 184.8. 51, Unbelievable. 51 <laughs> it's, pounds. It's fantastic. And then she's running around the lake, and, and actually the, the proof is in the pudding. Um, well, that's perhaps the wrong expression in the show, but she's she's actually you know, she just finished running, and then she records this feedback. I mean, how cool is that? That you is can awesome. really change your life. Maggie shows it; she's done it. So, what are you waiting for? Exactly, exactly. And of course, we do have one more bit of feedback, and this is from our great friend Inga. Hi, Father Roderick and hi, Cliff. This is Inge calling in from the Netherlands. And I want to share with you uh, three things I found on the internet uh, which can help people to uh, to lose weight. The first thing I do is when I cook, I usually cook for three or four persons. And then what I do is take uh, containers, plastic containers, divide um, the, the meal into four por- portions uh, put f- uh, three of them immediately in the in the fridge or in the freezer, and eat the last portion. So I won't be tempted to get myself another helping because that would be cold already when I get to it. And yeah, it really helps to um, shrink your portion size because I also read in a journal that if you are living alone and you don't have a family to feed, you're tempted to uh, take bigger portions. And I read in a in a psychological journal that it's up to 40% more you can eat that way. And there's another thing I do to control my calorie intake because I don't have an iPhone, don't have an iPod Touch. So I cannot do the, the, the applications you suggested, but I use another application for the Mac and that's called Perfect Diet Tracker. And you can find it at www.perfect-diet-tracker.com. And it's uh, basically doing the same, but it's just uh, something can, you can install on your Mac. And the last thing I wanted to share with you is uh, yeah, something you can use also. It's a little bit of social networking type of thing. It's called Daily Mile. And you can find that on www.dailymile.com. And what it does is you, if you are a runner or a walker or a biker, you can make a, a route and it will calculate how long it is. And you can just do it and yeah, time yourself and uh, compare your distances you walked with other do- uh, people, with your friends. And you can encourage each other, give a set motivation. You also can um, yeah, add your workout. Uh, you can add photos. You can add, add videos. So it's a really great uh, site. It's a great tool uh, to keep yourself motivated when uh, working out. So I hope um, that's something uh, people um, find useful. Uh, keep up the great work and God bless. Bye. Inga, thank you so much for your audio feedback and some valuable information there. Uh, For those of you especially who are living at home, I love the idea of cooking for multiple people, bagging it up in different things, and immediately, immediately putting all but the last serving into the freezer so that it's too cold for you to eat when you're ready for seconds. That's that's a very good thing to do because I I did that with uh, I tried this in my weight loss journey with uh, with chips because I you know I used to be almost addicted to chips and so I would get this bag and then I would just divide it up into small portions of a hundred calories and then I stored that into but I didn't of course you can't put chips in the freezer and so I just put it in the cupboard and then I was like I finished one one uh, container as like 
Hmm, I'm going to get another one. <laughs> another one. And another one. <laughs> and so then we default back to your tip of the week last week is what you don't bring home, you can't eat. Don't buy it or put mustard on it. <laughs> or put mustard on it. There you go. Well, everybody, we are so glad that you have tuned in for this. Of course, if you want to leave us audio feedback, you can do so. And we encourage you to do so. The phone number is area code 859-795-4067. Again, that number 859-795-4067. And of course, if you want to just send us an email with some audio file attached or whatever, just feedback at biggestloserpodcast.com. And hey, can you let people know that uh, you listen to this podcast and that you enjoy it? If you do, uh, just tell them to head over to biggestloserpodcast.com and be sure to tell them that you don't have to watch the show to be able to gain some valuable insights into living and pursuing a more balanced life, especially in the area of health and fitness. Hey, Cliff, and that, that is really working. And people are actually really doing that and telling each other and, and, uh, and posting reviews up on iTunes because I can see it in the statistics of the show. Last week, we were all proud and happy to say that we had a 1,000 listeners. Well, within the span of one week, we've grown our audience to 2,000 people for each show. So if we can keep this up, you know, next time, 4,000, 8,000, 16,000. We'll get to that 100,000 uh, benchmark. <laughs> Absolutely. And we, and we desire to do that because we want to have other people to join in this community of, of mutual encouragement and support on, on pursuing this balanced life and this healthy lifestyle. And uh, it, it's, it's something that I think a lot of people are desperately seeking, this kind of encouragement. And we want to hear from you. Let us know how it's working out for you. Where are you in the journey? Our, our challenge this week is simply give us a call and check in with us. Are you at the very beginning? Is this day one for you? How have you? Are you a couple weeks in? Uh, have you been doing this for a while? Let us know what's going on with you. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you want to continue to follow Father Roderick and myself online, uh, we both have a lot of different podcasts that we produce and we're both on Twitter and Facebook. Simply head over to biggestloserpodcast.com and click the about button. Until next time, everyone. Be a loser. Be a loser.